When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. <laughs> That's what's called a memorable radio moment. Girls. <laughs> Pete laughing. Pete's in a good mood. Go, we're always in a good mood, right? Gophers yeah, win. Yeah. They beat Iowa. Andy Greeter, probably uh, with Pioneer Press on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline joining us this morning. Andy, I'd imagine... Uh, you must be just a little bit tired. Um, what what was the atmosphere like after the game? Uh, if you were in the in the locker, you don't go in the locker room, but the guys come back out. I know, yeah. but just kind of that elation. Get, take us through that emotional swing for them and what the players and, and PJ was like after the game. Yeah, so yeah, like you said, uh, we're not allowed in the locker room, but the post game press conference room that we're in is right across the hallway from the locker room. So. It was uh, it was very loud where we were sitting. Uh, we could smell cigar smoke. Uh, we didn't have ah. any any smoke going in our lungs, but we could smell the aroma of it. You could hear the rouser. You could hear the hip hop music that the players had going. Uh, everybody was you know elated by the fact that they were able to to end a, an eight game losing streak to the Hawkeyes. You know nobody with the Gophers staff, none of the players had ever beaten Iowa. And it was something that, that loomed large on them. It was something that, that really weighed on them. And for them to be able to, to get a win, even if it was ugly, even if it was controversial, you know, they're not going to apologize for it. And, and there was just, you know, so many happy faces and, and cheerful comments and moods and everything that you'd imagine uh, that comes out of beating a rival for the first time since 2014. I think you're totally right, Andy, on all of the above. I mean, it's it just an amazing feeling for the guys, I'm sure. And, and you know, it, whether it's ugly or not, when you look up at the scoreboard yeah. and you see the score, it is what it is. So, it, it, you know, hats off to those guys. What about the yeah. West? I'm curious what your thoughts hmm. are about, you know, we've we the East is just absolutely loaded. It's not just Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State. You've got teams like Rutgers and Maryland who have actually mixed it up pretty good. They've played well on both sides of the ball. But then you look over at the West. Is Who do you think is going to be the winner in the West? Because Wisconsin looks great and then terrible. And, and Iowa on defense is great but have no offense. And, and Nebraska is suddenly kind of starting to look like a little bit anyway of a football team. So wh- yeah. where do you stand on that right now as far as the West? It can be taken, but will the Gophers be able to do it? Yeah, you know, it, it's if the Gophers, I know I hate to be the <laughs> bring this up so soon after a, a great win, but that Northwestern loss is just such a blemish for the Gophers, right? And it's going to be so hard for them to overcome that. You know, you look at the schedule and you say, okay, Michigan State, that should be a win. Purdue should be a win. Illinois should be a win. You know, there's just so many wins on the schedule left that you see there. Uh, Wisconsin is is a toss-up game. Ohio State is is likely 
most likely a, a loss. And you know, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, if they if they took care of business against Northwestern, and you have all these winnable games and these toss up games, and, and the two blue bloods in Michigan and Ohio State, that is a loss and will chalk up to be most likely a loss when you go to the Horseshoe in in late November. It's just hard to say that the Gophers are going to be able to to put it all together and overcome the fact that you know they have that Northwestern game on their on their resume. Um, it's it's like the Bowling Green game a couple of years ago. It's like once you have that that horrific letdown, it just kind of tars and mars the entire rest of the way because it's kind of a syndrome. You don't know exactly what you're going to get with the Gophers, and we saw it yesterday too, right? Just inconsistencies at times that. Can come back to bite you. You know, I, th- I think it is for the taking. You know, I think it is wide open. I think Iowa might stumble yet again uh, as they go down here, and then they could have three losses. And, and the Gophers, you know, if they take care of business and all their wins and or all their games and, and lose Ohio State, they could be right in that mix. And like you said, there's just so many any given Saturday. It's been such a toss up. It's hard to say where it's going to fall. That is the voice of Andy Greeter joining us on the John Schuster Cold Wall Banker Hotline this morning. Uh, Andy, I am increasingly curious because this season um, and, and everything I've seen, we see Chris Ottman-Bell. He's tweeting about yeah. the pig. He's on every preview. He's continually talked about he's not on any injury report, yet we have yeah. not seen him. <laughs> and, and for all of my research, I can't seem to figure out why. Is he practicing? Do you have any inkling as to why we are not seeing him at all? Yeah, I mean, he played yesterday. Uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't have a catch, but he was out there, and that was the first time he's been out there in a couple of weeks. You know, he played a couple of times early on in the year, uh, but I think that knee is still bothering him. I don't know if he has the same explosiveness that he has after he tore his ACL last September. Uh, I, I just wonder if he's able to make a, a full recovery from that. Um, and that's kind of why it's been kind of stops and starts. You know, he, I don't know how many snaps he had yesterday. Yeah. I haven't looked at it. You know, he didn't catch any balls, but he had that pass. He drew that pass interference call that helped the Gophers out at one time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where, you know, he's he's such an emotional leader. He's such a high quality guy. He's so loquacious, uh, and you kind of root for a guy like that, especially. Uh, so you know, he doesn't have a catch on the year, and I think people are are looking for him to. To try to get going, but it's been it's been difficult for him to to stay healthy to overcome that knee injury and contribute. Andy, as far as the the three games in front of us now for the Gophers, uh, we've obviously got this win with Iowa. We had that embarrassing loss to Mich- Michigan, but we've got Michigan mm-hmm. State, Illinois, and Purdue. Which right. of those three is the most scary to you in terms of okay, I like everybody looks at that and says, well, we should win three games, right? We should win those yeah. three. And then Ohio State, most likely a loss. Wisconsin, maybe it's a coin flip, right. maybe not. But yeah. of those three, Michigan State, Illinois, Purdue, and one of them's on the road at Purdue, but which yeah. one scares you the most? I would say Illinois, just given the fact that Brett Bielema is undefeated against yes. the Gophers. You know, they play a similar style of, of football. I'd imagine that's going to be another low-scoring game. Just given what Brett Bielema has been able to do, against the Gophers, you know, and beating them last year and, and kind of, you know, regularly beating them. You know, I remember the the game that, that uh, caused Rob Smith to get fired in 2018 where they ran all over the Gophers. So it's been – it hasn't been an every year thing. I think it is a game. Obviously, it's going to be, you know, in Minnesota and, and the Gophers are likely to be favored. But if I had to pick any of those three, I'd say the, the Illini game. Andy, uh, we've watched Ethan Kaliak Manis have both great games and not, and not so great this year. Have you 
seeing the growth in him uh, as a quarterback that you anticipated? Do you feel like the team and, and Coach Fleck has seen the growth in him that they've anticipated? Because for me, when I see the amount of plays, and I understand that this team can run. We've got great running backs, great offensive line. But it doesn't. the play calling to me doesn't dictate a coaching staff that has confidence in him yet to win ball games for them. Yeah, you know, it, it, it comes down to his accuracy. You know, he's just been head-scratchingly inaccurate at times. You know, he bounced a couple of balls to wide receivers yesterday. He overthrew a, a deep shot very early on in the game. You know, obviously he had that great completion uh, to Daniel Jackson on the deep crossing route. He threw that ball on a dime. Um, but it's just the inaccuracy, and I think it's a mental thing. You know, he, he, he skipped a pass in yesterday, and he was in the pocket, and he was kind of hopped after the throw. He was kind of hopping around in frustration. I mean, you can just tell that mentally he is like he's he's not in the proper spot. You know, during the bye week, they tried to work on his fundamentals and his and his base and and throwing off the right spot, not off his back foot, not off his front foot. They feel like he's on his front foot too much, and that's why he's throwing short right now. Yeah, I mean, they they were incredibly high on him going into the year. You know, I think that they thought you know he was going to be you know above average quarterback in the Big Ten, even though he hadn't had more than five starts to his name, but they felt like that experience, especially what he did uh, at Wisconsin last year to get the ax and what he was doing in the bowl game before he got hurt was going to be a nice stepping stone for him. But it's, it's just the inaccuracy. I, I just feel like he's, he's struggling with, with confidence right now. And I think that's showing in, in the way that they're handling things. You know, I understand that, that the Gophers wanted to kind of, you know, use the same formula as Iowa to beat Iowa. That's TJ flex been very open about that, but I think it's more important to to play where your skill set is is more likely matching up to, and I think that's a more balanced attack. But it's just Ethan's inaccuracy again. I think that's kind of what's hamstringing him and hamstringing how this offense is being run right now. And Andy, uh, I think you're right. I also think that they don't really give Ethan the kind of the confidence that he needs for for some of the passing that he's doing. And you mentioned yeah. one of those being a long pass that he overpassed overthrew it rather yeah. uh it's it's just one of those things to me where it's it i'm not trying to say it's the simplest thing in the world but i would yeah. say it's fairly simple to say we're going to give you confidence kid you're going to do a rollout to your right and you get a run yeah. pass option right and 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 yeah. give him those kinds of plays we know he's athletic we know he's got yeah. a big arm but but he needs that confidence and he doesn't get it because we try to drop back he gets under pressure he'll he'll maybe get his elbow hit or he or he throws the ball yeah. inaccurately whatever it is but he's trying to go further downfield. We never throw to our tight ends. We rarely mm. throw to our running backs. And we only go no. downfield to the wide receivers. So we're a very predictable throwing team. And by the way, one last thing I, I, I want to just slip in there, Bucky Irving. Yeah. Uh, boy, is that kid <laughs> playing pretty well at Oregon or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I saw one highlight yesterday where he he uh, undressed a, def- a defensive back and, and scooted for, what was it, a 50-yard touchdown, and you're just like, yeah. damn, that's a that's a next-level type play. Obviously, you miss that kind of explosiveness. And, and as P.J. Fleck would say, that's why you need to buy Duck Duck beer and, and contribute mm-hmm. to the Gophers NIL collective. Um, as far as as far as far the, the way the Gophers pass the ball, you know, they, they did throw to Darius Taylor three times. You know, I think, he, I think that was kind of a comfort blanket for him. You know, obviously, given speaking of confidence, you know, Brevin Span Ford is is also not in a good space right now. It looks like obviously he was reveling in the fact that they got the the pig yesterday, and, and good for him for a guy that's put in so much to this program. But you know, in, going into the year, they thought you know he was going to be an All American type player. Mm-hmm. You know, he had one pass. I think it went off his face mask yesterday. It's just one of those things where he's just 
And I think it's it's a matter of like, man, you go into your last year and you're, and you're really high on, on what you are and you, and you start to read kind of what people are saying about you and then it doesn't go your way and then that kind of, you're like, oh man, like this is my last shot, this is my last chance and it starts to kind of snowball to an effect. And I think that is, is to your point, Pete, is, is part of the problem is you don't have that big target tight end that you can rely on to kind of help you in third and five instead of having to to throw it deeper to the wide receivers. You know, Corey Crooms had a rough day yesterday. I think he had a number of drops. Daniel Jackson uh, was was really the star. I think he had seven grabs for over 100 yards and, and really was, you know, the, the real only option in the passing game outside of a few times to Darius Taylor. But, yeah, I think it's just uh, it's a matter of, you know, kind of not having the options in that intermediate passing game as well. Andy Greeter, thanks so much for the time this morning, buddy. I, I can only imagine uh, how much you're operating on how little sleep today. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I've got, thanks, I've got a four-hour drive home now, too, so that's uh, <laughs> that good. I got some coffee, though. So. Well, you know <laughs> what? Great time to tell you. We, we, you can podcast our shows. You can go back and listen to this interview uh, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> nice plug. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. Thank you. Andy <laughs> Greeter, always Andy. good to have you on. I'll take a quick break and wrap up the show. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.